Hey, this is Chrissy Holm, mental performance consultant with Premier Sports Psychology. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my great friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And we're at episode 198 with my awesome sauce friend, Chrissy Holmes. She is a mental performance consultant. Uh, she actually works a lot with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, she helps uh, athletes attain peak performance. Uh, but she can also help just kind of an everyday Joe as well. Stay mindful, stay in the moment, break out of slumps. And she'll tell us to pay attention to our emotions and just really be mindful and present. So without further ado, here's my really good friend, Chrissy Holm, who helps athletes and coaches develop their leadership and resiliency skills. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I have my beautiful friend, Chrissy Holm, from the awesome state of Minnesota. There's only one downfall about her. She went to this U of M school, this blue flu. <laughs> Everyone that knows me from Michigan knows I'm a huge Sparty fan, but that's okay. That means if she got through Michigan, then she is a Smarty Pants, which is awesome. And Chrissy is a leadership and mental performance consultant at Premier Sports Psychology in Minneapolis, Minnesota. She works primarily with athletes and coaches to develop their leadership and resiliency skills. Chrissy is a former NCAA and world champion rower or crewer or whatever they call that. That's awesome. I always want to do that. As well as a former coach at the D1 collegiate level. And she left off that she can probably dunk on me. Um, if we went, if we started a ball, um, and she also played, I believe at a professional level in netball, if I'm not mistaken, um, but she's just a rock star athlete. She helps other athletes and other people really level up. And Christy, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to the time to shine today podcast varsity squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Ooh, favorite color is purple because it is a sign of royalty and i'm always looking royalty, man. yeah i'm looking to get at that level right so. you know what athletes that have excelled like yourself purple is almost a hundred percent their color I, there's a method in my madness for asking purple you know the color because you know one i can get a feel for the person when they say mm -hmm. their color and also two all of your marketing will build, be built around the color purple which you'll see when it rolls out um at least it's not maize and blue i'm, I'm good with that um, but no, seriously, purple is a mix between the cool blue and the fiery red. And most athletes have that in them. So I knew you're going to say purple. I actually had a pet with my man, Donnie, my producer over here. I'm like, this girl's going to say purple, which is awesome. So let's get into the origins of, you know, kind of growing up, uh, Chrissy Holm, which I had her mom and on, I believe, in episode 140. Um, and then her mom was gracious enough to introduce me to Chrissy. So let's get in the origins of Chrissy and let's level up and move forward. Sure. That sounds great. Um, Let's see. So I was born in Minnesota, grew up, was played all the sports under the sun. I think the only sport I didn't do was like horseback riding. Um, <laughs> but as I grew taller, kind of funneled into basketball. And, and so that was my main sport in high school, was going to play at the collegiate level. And then end of my senior year of high school, I felt like, oh, I just, I kind of want to be a student. And I'm a third generation Wolverine. So not just a Wolverine, but a third generation third Wolverine. Generation. Got a legacy to live up to. There. Got a legacy. Love yes. It. Love and it. so Michigan was always my dream school. And I felt like, you know, I, to get the most out of it, I want to be a student. I want to be really engaged. 
Um, so went to, decided, okay, I'm not going to go for a scholarship. And after my time spent coaching and, and really recruiting, I don't know how my parents, uh, you know, let me leave the house after making that decision. <laughs> um, but went in with a, a f- fresh, clean slate going to Michigan. And after my freshman year, I had joined a sorority, which was great, um, but wasn't as engaged maybe in the the Michigan experience um, as I had wanted. And so decided that my sophomore year, I was going to walk onto the rowing team. I really wanted to be like part of something greater than myself. It's, it's in my blood. And so rowing gave me that, that opportunity to really push myself to that, that next level. And I would say that's kind of always been my calling card is like, let, let's see what we can really take uh, to the next level and, and run with it. So rowing was that sport for me and ended up, like you said, having um, a lot of, a lot of success yeah. on the rowing team, learned a lot about myself, but really that's how I, um, got into sports psychology and started that really piqued my interest. I know you mentioned having my mom on the show. Shout out to Anne, uh, <laughs> Queen Anne, as she yes. likes to be known. Love it. Love um, it. but she, she has a background in, in life coaching. And so I've, oh, I was always fascinated with the mind, with performance. Um, and I would say in my rowing career, I had both really high highs and then I had a year of difficulty and challenges. And, um, I think I really got in my own way. Um, that imposter syndrome came up and that was really when I had to go in and and decide, okay, you know, what do you, what do you want to do moving forward and how can we, uh, learn from this and, and keep, you know, keep pushing. So, sports psychology was it for me. I went on to get my master's in sport and exercise psychology from Brunel University in London, which is where I played netball, which is probably the only sport where we play in dresses. Um, So that was a big like, all right, here we go. But it was kind of fun to tie in my similar to basketball um, and, and ultimate Frisbee are kind of okay. like the two sports that they would come so together. There's no dribbling. In it, no right? dribbling. Okay. Nope. You run with the ball and it was fun to kind of come in as the American. <laughs> I was, I played goal shooter and okay. where all the, the, the girls from the UK would, you know, stand on their tiptoes, wouldn't even jump to shoot the ball. And here I am like doing a jump shot and, you know, <laughs> dunking a couple times. There's no I won't do it today, board. but <laughs> there's no backboard, right? I no mean, backboard. So if you miss, you miss. It's like not even a brick. I mean, it's not. Like yeah. So Chrissy, it's out of here mm-hmm. with, with you. Did, did I hear right that you kind of took your senior year off from sports in high school? So I, I kept playing basketball, but just decided I don't, I don't want to go for that scholarship. I don't want to continue Understood. playing. Yeah. Gotcha. What did your parents think about that? <laughs> I think my dad cried. It was maybe the first time I've ever seen my dad cry. Right. Oh no. <laughs> um but but my mom, the the enthusiast as she is, kinda let me have that experience and was right. was supportive. And I think had they been had they f- forced me to pursue basketball at that level, I I don't think I would have enjoyed it. Wouldn't have enjoyed um, it. freedom but- is definitely a big value for me. Right. And so yeah, I, I really appreciate them kinda Stepping back, yeah. swallowing that one, and and letting me figure it out. So and ultimately, were, I think it ended up really well. So you're in a sorority. You're Greek. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I bet from what I'm hearing, you probably missed out on competition because you don't really have 
much of that within the sorority, right? So you, that's where you kind of was like, you got a competition bug maybe and went out for the crew or rowing team? Yeah, I think we're, we're those two rowing and sororities. I was in Sigma Kappa. I think where the two really met was uh, and found their sweet spot was at the Michigan Mud Bowl, which is where it's flag, flag football. And I was oh, yeah. quarterback. Okay. So, I, you know, I'm running, I'm like skidding in the mud and really taking <laughs> it to the next level. And they're like, who is this girl? <laughs> what is she doing? Um, She's a beast. Yeah. Awesome. Where did she Where did she come from and why is she taking this so seriously? But that's always been in my nature. I'm like 110% all the way. Love it. So what do you think makes a great mental performance coach or consultant? Mm, good question. I would say the ability to really connect with an athlete, with a client, and get in their shoes get in their head, really understand where they're coming from. Um, I know that I, that's something that I've, I've had to learn, um, kind of a hard lesson I had to learn was that it, it is really important to really, to come in, to get to know whoever you're working with and not just shove all these, you know, right. skill sets down their throat. Right. If they're not ready for it, it's, yeah, they want to be coached, anywhere. kind of where you give them the tools in a sense, but they've got to perform it, right? I mean, so you're they're they're kind of taking over where like like you don't see Belichick or someone like that on the field, you know. You see the actual player. So, what is your secret sauce then to helping an athlete maybe find their blind spot so they can excel? Mm, yeah, I love that you brought up self awareness because I think that's. That's so, that's so huge. Um, really it's slowing, it's helping them to slow things down and really notice where they're putting their energy and attention. Where are they focusing? I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of bells and whistles, um, in mental performance coaching, in sports psychology. And would it really, if you're not able to, to, to be aware of what you're thinking about, what you're doing in the moment, it's just extra. So where I really like to, or what I like to bring in is mindfulness. And I know that's kind of a buzzword. Everybody okay. talks about it. Like, you know, just whatever you got, throw some mindfulness on it. It's like this band-aid. But <laughs> right. I think it's those crucial, who, right, those who really practice it and understand it, know that there's nothing sexy about it. It's right. it's really just sitting down and training yourself to be able to focus, get engaged with the present moment and slow slowing things down is kind of the first step to kind of look around and be like, okay, yeah. Right. Here there are some blind spots. And if I'm moving too fast, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to right. really look at those. And you help them do that. And so what's important like I have a very high end he plays behind the, you know, he's a catcher in maybe major league baseball that I coach with mindset right now. And we, we talk about this a lot. Um, but like, how about the importance at the level of people that you're coaching Chrissy on visualization? Like how mm -hmm. important is that? And what maybe some secret sauce steps might you implement to help them be mindful and visualize their success? Yes. Excellent. And, and I love that you made the connection between mindfulness and visualization and how you kind of got to be able to get your 
get yourself in the moment to then kind of imagine what you're, what you want to do. And, and I want to, uh, clarify a little bit. So visualization, you're, you're really picturing what you're, what you want to be doing or going through a past, um, experience that you'd want to tweak and do and do better. Um, but I want to take it to that next level of imagery, which actually incorporates all five senses. And so, what what that looks like is, you know, if I were to work with a, a client, the first thing I would have them do is to just think about their favorite memory from their sport, like something super vivid. And I would ask them to describe, like, what do you what do you see? What do you hear? Right? Can you, um, if it's sports, what can you smell? Like the sweat. What does the gym yes. smell like? Yeah. Can you hear the squeaks of your shoes on the basketball court? Yes. What do you, you know, can you feel the, the silk, the, the slickness of your Jersey? Right. And when you start to incorporate those things and make it really vivid, that's where it becomes powerful because what we see is that the same parts of your brain light up as when you are thinking about, doing some aspect of your performance as when you're actually doing it. So it really is this mental repetition. You're creating this mental blueprint of how you want to perform. And it's great for, again, changing or, or figuring out how to bounce back from adversity and also to anticipate future challenges and think about how do I want to step in that? So you're really primed and grooved and ready to go. That that is amazing. Step back, bounce back from ad- adversity. That is in sports. There's a lot of failure, right? I mean, and that's where you know like I've been told, you know, when you fail, you fail forward, right? So, like, what do you do with athletes who might be in a slump? I mean, you work with the Minnesota Twins a little bit, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So our okay. our our group, um, Premier Sports Psychology, works with uh, a couple different professional teams in Minneapolis, which is really exciting to, you know, I'm pretty young in my career. So to be able to be connected with those kinds of clients has been awesome. Um, but yes, slump, you're talking about slump. Um, you know, with that, when you're in a slump, there are a lot of negative thoughts, emotions that you might be having. Like it sucks to be in a slump. Like there's no, there's no way of getting around that. And when we try to get rid of, get rid of those negative thoughts, get rid of those negative emotions, like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this. I don't, this is horrible. Make it go away. You're investing a lot of energy into changing something that's not really tangible, right? It, It distracts you away from what are my actions in this moment? How is this contributing to my performance? What is required of me? And so where the mindfulness piece comes in is that you're, you're really being with your, being present with yourself without that judgment, without that, I need to get rid of these negative thoughts. And I'd like to, to call them more natural, right? That's part of the human experience. But if you accept them and see them as something, the thoughts and the feelings are just going to come and go and refocus to the task at hand, what's important now, that like, behavior happens in the present moment. It doesn't happen in the future. It doesn't happen in the past. So I would get, I would get them to really focus on what are the specific actions that you need to take to build yourself 
out of this slump and can, and along the way, can you accept whatever thoughts, feelings, negative challenges, sensations that, yeah. that come along the way? That is awesome. Cause you just said, basically accept them to embrace them, to understand that it's going to be part of the process mm-hmm. and, but be mindful of, of what you're trying to accomplish. Am I, am I hearing that correctly? I mean, accept it. Don't, don't like accept it and live with it. You know, you yeah. accepted it as part of it, but you know, you're still trying to progress and, and level up. That That's amazing. Amazing advice. So Chrissy, if we were to, have you seen the movie back to the future? I've, once when when I was younger, yeah. You're young. Anyway, so this is dude. He gets into Lauren. He goes back to 1955 and changes a lot of the stuff in the future. So, if you got in that DeLorean and went back to say the 18 year old Chrissy, mm-hmm. what kind of knowledge nuggets, as we call them here, at time to shine today, would you drop on her to maybe shorten her learn learning curve, blast through and level up, maybe just a little bit quicker? Ooh, I love that. Well, one, a consistent mindfulness practice. Um, but two is to really trust my, my inner Chrissy, which is very enthusiastic and excited about any new challenge or possibilities and to just keep my focus on what, what's important now? Like what, what do I find? How can I be curious about whatever challenge I'm going through? And when you have that curious lens and, and bring at it with a lot of joy of like, hey, this is awesome. I'm learning. You lean into it a little bit more. And when it gets uncomfortable, you stick around long enough to really be able to change things. So I would say tr- trust your inner Chrissy, trust your inner joy and lead with that through challenges and you'll be successful. Wow. That's amazing. And you're so young to say that stuff. It's it's awesome. So Give me some bad advice you've received. <laughs> I love it. Um, bad advice I've received. Um, probably to not. So I say, I want to preface this a little bit. I, I know that I say, accept, don't try to change your thoughts. Don't try to change your emotions. Um, but it doesn't mean ignore them. And some bad advice would be to just ignore it and keep grinding, right? right? Like we get told that in sports all the time. Like it doesn't matter what you're feeling, suck it up and just go for it. Right. Um, and it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. Stale. It's That's stale. Yeah. It's a fast track to burnout. Um, yeah. So really just using my emotions, emotional intelligence, another buzzword, but that's, there's a lot of research behind how that affects performance, especially with athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're understanding what your experience is, emotions really are signals to tell you to pay attention to something. And that helps you get into the present moment where you can have, where you can change your behavior. Wow. So how do you want your dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date. How do you want, when it's all said and done, which I hopefully it's a long, long time, but when it's all said and done, how do you want Christie's dash remembered? Mm. I would say I want to be remembered as someone who authentically impact, positively impacted everyone around her. I 
I know I have a, a little bit, I have a, I have a big personality. I come in hot sometimes. Um, <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to dampen that. I, I think, you know, if I, if I try to, to be small and to, um, you know, if I get in my own way, get in my own head, sure. I'm not letting that shine through. And so trust, trusting that and, and really using that for good and, and impacting others in so that they can achieve their best, be their optimal selves. Beautiful. And I want to do that authentically. I want to really do that yeah. through connection. Love it. I love it. And so what keeps Chrissy up at night? <laughs> um, what keeps me up at night? I think distractions. I, I think um, trying to take on too much sometimes. Uh -huh. And I'll get, I really get spinning. And so, you know, I, it's been important for me to not only preach mindfulness, but to practice it. And I've, over the last two months, I've stuck with doing 25 minutes a day, first thing in the morning. And that's, that's really helped. Um, yeah. But when I, when I zoom out a little bit and look at society, um, it's so easy to be distracted. Sure. And when you're distracted, you are pulled in every which direction besides what's happening now. And so I see in my work and just in my personal life, people who are unhappy because they're mm. either glued to their phones or just <laughs> caught up in like trying to predict what's going to happen. And so not only for myself, but but others like that's, that's something that gets me really fired up is how can I, how can I slow down enough to eliminate distract to better handle distraction distractions right. our, our attention is our greatest commodity, uh, but how can I help others as well? Love that. And you are such a go-giver. And so let's take out our cell phone. Let's take out anything electronic. What are three things that Chrissy can't live without? Ooh, let me see what's on here that I, uh, can't live without. I have a my meditation timer. Okay. I use Insight. Um, my this is going to be kind of lame, but my my Giphy app. Okay. I love. I like if I'm going to be connecting with someone over text, I want to have the perfect GIF or sticker to really just right. like liven it up. Um, and then I would say. Audible. Audible has been gotta, the gotta best. Got to have the knowledge there. Yeah. Audible. And I, I love that you can, I, I'm a lifelong learner and I love hey. that it's at my fingertips and I can be as much as I don't want to go off on distractions. Um, right. It is, it is a good kind of multitasking. Love it. And Chrissy, what would your definition of a life will live be? Ooh. Um, a life well lived would be one that is shared with others, connected with others. Stay I think back. we've we've learned over this last year how important it is oh, to huge. to be connected. And you know, I yeah, it can be when you're when you're really chasing something, you're pursuing a high level of whatever you're doing. That can be isolating at times. So, making time to to really share that with people. Got it. Love that. Yeah, that's connection is is so huge that you just said, especially in our the pandemic. We're in day like nine thousand two hundred and eighty of this quarantine thing. So, 
But okay, so we're gonna move into our leveling up lightning round. Are you gonna be ready to rock with that? Oh yeah, I'm a Wolverine. Right. Hey, we're back with Chrissy Holm, mental performance consultant at Premier Sports Psychology, and we are going to do our leveling up lightning round. Chrissy, you and I could talk an hour on each one of these topics, but you got five seconds, and they can all be answered very quickly. Okay. All right. So you ready to rock? Ready to level yes. up? Let's do this. What is the best leveling up advice Christy's ever received? Mm, uh, be present. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Daily mindfulness practice, 20 minutes a day. Love it. Who's had the most profound impact in your life? My mom. Hey, She's going to love that. Queen Anne. <laughs> if I'm in my doldrums and I'm just not feeling it, you notice it, be like, Fergie, read this book. What's the book? Oh, um, Mastery by George Leonard. It, it talks. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's good. I'll put that in the show notes squad. Make sure you pick that book up. It's a great read. Is there any charity or organization you'd like to support or give money to? Oh, um, probably the World Wildlife Fund. Love it. They're kind of hurting a little bit. Let's yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And last question. You can elaborate on this one a little bit. What's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s? 90s. 90s. 100%. Are you a 90s baby? Oh, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. So how can we find you, Chrissy? You can find me on Instagram at sportpsychyogi or premiersportpsychology.com. And I'll put that in the show notes as long as well as her LinkedIn or Twitter. And like she said, her Instagram, uh, which I love that the Instagram handle there that you have a sports psych yogi. Beautiful, beautiful. And leave us with one last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize and take action on. Mm. Um, I would say you're, you're only one breath away from living your life. Wow. Wow. That is, that is amazing. And squad, you have just been privy to listen in or watch in on a fantastic masterclass with my really good friend, Chrissy Holm from Minnesota, my Wolverine friend who values freedom. You know, a good coach has the ability to connect with their athletes or their clients. She's going to help. She's going to say, help slow things down where they can focus their attention on what really needs to happen. You know, visualization, visualization and imagery uh, is very important. So Chrissy is so astute to understand that not only like she nailed it when it came to like the, the five senses that you have, like when she puts you in a situation of the great time that you have, that's how you can pull someone forward out of a slump by helping them feel mindfulness and accept the thoughts and maybe enter a state of flow. Not mm -hmm. so much rejected because Chrissy made a point that when you're rejecting things, you're putting so much energy into that, that you're not focusing and visualizing and, and through imagery to really go forward with what you need to do. You're because you, you don't have the energy to do that. You know, she said the behavior happens in present moments. And that consistent mindfulness practice, be open to new challenges, lean into it, and trust your inner voice. That's what she would have told her inner Chrissy, and that's probably what she even tells herself now. You know, she tells us that emotions are signals to pay attention. Embrace them. Move forward. Use them as power to, to move on forward. She's going to be remembered as authentic person that made an impact that she really cares. She's the ultimate go-giver. She thinks that connection with others is paramount. So any chance you have to connect with somebody, whether it's opening a door with a smile on your face for somebody to walk through, 
make it happen every day. Like people know that my New Year's resolution is to make someone smile every day and never meet a stranger. That's my two things. So Chrissy lives that. And she wants you to take away from life all the good things and not focus on the negative. And Chrissy does just that. She levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's absolutely beautiful inside and out. She's humble yet hungry, an awesome competitor, a Wolverine, but I'll let her slide today. (laughs) Chrissy, thank you so, so much for coming on. You're amazing. Can't wait to collaborate with you in the future. And we'll talk soon. Great. Thanks, Sergi. This was awesome. You're welcome, love. Talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.